How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Monday, Tuesday, hump day is halfway. It's Mike Shope. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> and the Bulldog. Hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Guess what today is? It's hump day. Woohoo! On WGR. Hump day? Sports Radio 550. What do you think of when you hear Anaheim Ducks? Chris Pronger. Really? Yeah. Was he there for very long? Like how he's on that 07 team. Right. With I, Niedermeyer. I, I don't I, I yeah, him and Niedermeyer. Um Is that your Chris Pronger team? No, I loved him. I, I loved him from before, you know, when he was at the Blues. St. Louis uh, for me, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not Hartford, no. Not no. Arizona, where he went after he retired. <laughs> no, no. But I, I have, I have a, a Blues Pronger captain jersey. Um, so I was a big fan of his, and um, yeah, I think when I, I, I think of the Ducks, that's that's who I think of. Even though I, I don't, I don't even know. But what are we talking about? Three years, maybe. I, I don't know how long he was there. Um, but I thought he really made an impact, and I I crushed on that team in that in that time. So uh, he's the guy I think of. All right, I was shooting for a certain answer, and I'm going to say that's close enough. Anaheim tonight, for me, it's 07. Their only cup winner, mm-hmm. like their only really great team, kind of right. Anaheim. I mean, they went to the finals another time with Jaguar. What, what, yeah. Whatever. I don't want to stall here yeah no but that yeah that that team i mean the year before that didn't they lose to edmonton in the conference final yes um and that was like that was Corey perry and ryan gets wearing numbers in the 40s or the 70s or something because they were new dustin penner was a part of that too right 
Um, the other two guys obviously ended up having far more, you know, productive NHL careers. Not that Punter was a, you know, <laughs> he went to the Oilers. Yeah, but, but he he didn't accomplish as much as as those those two did. But um, yeah, like that era of that team was one of my favorite teams. Um, and I, I just I, I loved how they played. I loved Pronger and Niedermeyer together. I thought that was like a dream D pair, and that that's really where, for me, watching the game changed because I I found myself like waiting for a pair of defensemen to get on the ice, which you know is kind of weird. Uh, um, and maybe not weird, but I don't know. I, for me, it changed how I watched hockey. All right. So again, I'm going to stretch your answer a little bit and say that when we think of the Anaheim Ducks, we think of that season. Yeah. 2006 yeah, that's close, yeah, I mean, that's, that's close enough. That's why I'm answering Pronger. It's it's yep. that that team okay. and focusing on them as much as I did. I've always said I I, mean, I watched a lot of them that year because I thought I we I would need to know a lot about them cuz I was anticipating Sabres Ducks Stanley Cup final. So when uh, you think happened. about I had I had to jump in. So when you think about that season what do you think of? Uh, I well, you've said it many times. Yes. Okay. I wanted to make sure you wanted. That's what to I want. Say, I, I That's what I want. The, the 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 mistake that I feel like I made in not enjoying the Sabers season. It's one of the greatest seasons they've ever had. They won the President's Trophy, and I did not really enjoy the ride when I when I was warning Bills fans midway through the 2020 season, or as the 21 season began. Uh, and sort of warning them against just waiting for January and focusing on the playoffs and saying, make sure you enjoy the week-to-week, it was because of my experience in 06-07. I did not enjoy that Sabre season, and when they lost like they did and then the team blew apart, I mean, it just – I was as depressed as I've ever been because of sports trying to do this job. Uh, And I think a part of it was because I was so – focused on them getting to the final and i learned a lesson to not do that i believe you now i have one more question okay what was the highlight of the bill season what was the highlight of the bill season week six that was the win in kansas city you know yeah they had a lot of wins after that. They won almost every game after that. Well, after yeah. Minnesota and the Jets. I mean, they literally won every game until they went out in the playoffs. But those games and those games were fine. The the Saturday night win against Miami was fun and good, great to watch. But there were always questions. It was the same thing. You you kind of you you beat me there with your comparison to the Bills of two years ago. This year was that year, I think, mm-hmm. where we might have, not everybody, but we might have lost sight of, might have had to remind ourselves how good they were, and then maybe remind ourselves to enjoy that, <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. they, were, they were winning all the time, but a lot of those games were games where we went, are, are we okay? Can they still throw it? Can they still stop people? Can they get no. to quarterbacks anymore? Like, what do we have here? And that was those Sabres. Those Sabres won the President's Trophy. They were the best team in the league, best record of the league in the, in the regular season. But there was a lot of tension and also, like, questions about, are they as good as last year? 
Like, what is what's going to happen here? And they went out kind of meekly, yeah. just like the Bills did. The Bills went out meekly. They, I, li- I like this comparison a lot. That, yeah, that Ottawa series was a 4-1 series. Sure, there were a couple overtime games, right? Game one, game five. But, yeah, it wasn't. Game two. Oh, game two was also, overtime, too. Sorry. double or yeah. triple. That's okay. Corvo. Oh, that, see, I thought that was game one, so I, got, I had those two games mixed One up. is a 4-3 regulation loss. Oh, thank you. O- okay. Oleg, who was the winger for Ottawa? I don't Zaprikin is that is that right? I don't think that's right. That's a guy, but I don't that's think that's a guy. Right. That's a former player. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, no that 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 works because like for, for but you know for me the struggle this football season was trying not to like you know we have a job to do so talking about the things that we're worried about or that we think the fans are worried about and the, those can be different things. Like, I I felt pretty chill about them this year turns out everybody who was really worried was right um uh, yeah but but i i sort of thought they'd 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 find their secret plays they've been hiding or flip the proverbial switch or whatever it was like i i tried not to overreact to you know wins that weren't as aesthetically pleasing as we'd like them to be because you know it's hard to maybe meet that threshold when we're all just thinking about the Super Bowl all the time so don't sweat it they'll find their game remember last year you know the 21 season they were 7 and 6 and you know they got by the time the playoffs got here they were a barn fire i mean they were just a machine that's so kind I, of the I, bills last year yeah so or I rather try- the 06 sabers right exactly so I tried not to really worry about it, but um, that you know that can be hard when you're talking about them 20 hours a week. <laughs> you know, I mean, like it's not really going to. Hey, everybody, chill out. Hey, what else is going on? You know, like that that that's not that functional. So, um, uh, but but I have I have tried to abide by the lesson I feel like I learned in in 06, 07, and not get too bent about the things that are happening while they're happening if the team is winning and they're still on track to like meet all the, all the goals and this bill's team, despite whatever, you know, however you want to characterize the quote unquote struggles they had this year, if not for a game that they ended up not completing, they might've been, they might've made, you know, they might've been the one seed. They might have had everything they, we wanted. That is right. By the way, it was Zaprikin and the game was five to two. He's, he scored the winning goal. So, okay. You know, thank you. Half credit. Uh, well, (laughs) thank you. Well, I just um, I, I I'm I'm bummed out. I didn't. I had the overtime games that's, mixed up at the beginning. You know, it's forgivable. I think. You Thanks. know, I'm your friend though. Um, <laughs> well, that that point there, by the way, about Cincinnati, like it was the Bengals who beat him. So it's really hard the way that game started, and then what happened when they played a complete game mm-hmm. to sort of even bring that up. If if they do win the game in Cincinnati, which they might have, they had the one seed probably and maybe we're having a different conversation maybe we're at a parade you know yeah like, maybe it's it's not the bengals in the first game it's not it's a home yeah. game all the all the home games all the way yeah and but, i don't i don't point that out uh, you know to, to complain about it or anything because you know we i think we were on the same page about it from the, the minute it all happened on january 2nd in cincinnati uh, like if you know don't don't force this game in let's just you know, but you, you can't take away what happened. But if that game is played like a normal game, I, I don't know. I know how it looked and I know how it started, but it's still 
you know, we're talking about the first quarter of a football game. And, you know, the Bills had been through a lot already emotionally, uh, and maybe they were just ripe to get beat that night. I don't know. But, um, you know, anyway, I'm not, I'm not, I don't bring it up like it's a, they, they got done mm-hmm. poorly or something. It's just merely, it's a fact. They, they didn't play one of their games, and it could have cost them a chance at being home and having a bye and all that. Well, what's and the different? Way, and the way they talked after they lost, the bye could have been maybe extremely beneficial mentally. Yeah. So what's different with the Sabres? And this is really – I only thought of this because they're playing Anaheim. <laughs> like sort of something triggered. But what's different? After they lost that series to Ottawa in 2007, it was bite your nails – and hold on to the rails, and we're going to lose our team. Maybe like it's going to it's going to go away. There there was urgency in 2007. There wasn't Patrick Mahomes, but there was urgency because mm-hmm. your two best guys arguably were about to leave, and we feared that. And then it happened, and it's never been the same. Still, 15, 16 years later, it's really never been the same or even close. So that was then. This. You know, and this it's interesting, this is sort of what's being talked about today. Josh Allen made a comment about trying to be more like the Chiefs. You know, in in a certain way. I don't want to read too much into it. You always want to be, anybody wants to be something more like what the champion is. You know, whatever that, mm-hmm. whatever you want to point to. But, it, I'm, so I'm thinking about that and this comparison and like, all right, so what is really going to happen here? You know, I mean, Mahomes and the fact that there are, well, there's him, and it's just more more and more is being written, uh, where did I read today, 538, about just how tremendous a job they did, not just on the field after the Tyreek Hill trade this season, and Mahomes in particular, but in terms of the front office mm-hmm. and the, the cap moves that they made, everything like that, as they put it in the article – the, the gods needed a pound of flesh, and that ended up being Tyree Kill. And so, okay, well, we know we have cap challenges. We, too, just like Mahomes and the Chiefs last year, the Allen cap figure, the percentage of the cap that he accounts for goes way higher. I, you know, I've, I've got guys who are leaving. What did the Chiefs do? Tyree Kill, Tyron Matthew, mm-hmm. like they they had to do that. What are we looking at then? Is that does that stop at Poyer and Edmonds? I mean, is it Poyer and Edmonds, and then does it stop there? Or, I mean, yeah, I thought I thought of this too. Yesterday, yesterday, so we took a call. I think it was yesterday or Monday. We took a call and we're talking about the roster and the Bills and everything. I'm like, well, they're not going to trade Stephon Diggs, you know, like matter of factly. I don't think they are, but who thought they were going to trade Tyree Kill? Right. Is that something that? Um, you could. I also to? don't think that they will trade him. I still think what you said last year when Hill got traded about how the Chiefs have you know they've got more wiggle room, right? They're more they're more flexible. They've got more credit with their fans because as I say, like everyone, like oh good, you traded our best offensive player. Um, you know, I'm sure fans were upset about it, but. You you know, there's times you got to take your medicine. The Bills still haven't won, so I I, I, I and, and in fact they looked like they you know well they're you know they're going backwards maybe. Well, here's the thing though, like that we talked about that many times. I, I like that point. If, if if I were Brandon Bean or the Bills, like I 
I think it's a little different depending on which you want to be here because Bean is not the Bills. Bean is probably going to work somewhere else someday. Not necessarily, but, you know, most of these guys do. He's young, and these things tend to run their course, and he's built a great reputation, I think, probably. So, I don't know, I'm not at all predicting his departure or anything, but he's not the franchise. So, if you're the Bills, the way we're talking here about that point is you don't have the, quote, luxury of a move like that. It's not as easy. It's more controversial yes. because you're so close and you haven't won yet. But the pro, the pro, what do you want to say? I want to say and. Diggs is it. Well, okay, okay. Let me, like let's Hill, wait on Hill that. at least had Kelsey. Like, you, you know, okay. so where is my – if I had a Kelsey here – if Gabe Davis had broken through in a way that looks like, okay, that's the heir to the throne of number one receiver on this team or something, and, like, made like made us think about it, even made the Bills think about it. Like, well, boy, we could save a lot of money, and he's still got a lot of value. Diggs I'm talking about, we could really do great here, and maybe this is the time to do it. I, I just can't get there because we're looking at adding weapons and I don't need to create another, you know, another hole. Fine. Yeah, I'm not even that. I'm not even that far into this idea, like actually doing it. But I want to say that for the the franchise, the point that you haven't won a Super Bowl here ever does w- does seem to make it in real life harder to go that direction to take a great player off the team. Why did Kansas City do it? They didn't want to do it. But they had to do something, and it's similar. The situation is similar here. It does. We don't have Travis Kelsey, but it is similar here to a point with the cap and everything else. Mm-hmm. So, but but here is the thing: like that's that makes sense. They had won a Super Bowl even recently, and we haven't. So that that makes sense. It goes over more badly <laughs> if you do that on a team that's so close and hasn't won. But in terms of if if you eliminate that. With this, which is really just a perception thing. It's really not. I mean, does it affect ticket sales? What does it affect? What What does it affect that really matters? Maybe not anything. In terms of the the structure of the the roster and the football team, it is it is irrelevant. Whether you've won the Super Bowl in the last five years or the last fifty seven, like it's really it's really irrelevant. What should Bean be about? That shouldn't matter to Bean, I think. I think what I've said all these times is it probably would, and it would matter to us. It would this all this all this mm-hmm. stuff matters like in in our conversations and our in our hearts, but whether it's a good idea doesn't that that doesn't come into play. It's the idea is on its own merits, you know, whatever trading Hill, trading somebody like mm-hmm. Diggs, whatever it is, you wouldn't want. I, you understand what I'm saying? Like you wouldn't yeah, want to no, factor you're in. Right. Yeah, you you wouldn't want that pressure. Like if it if it were the right time for, you know, many good reasons. Uh, money is obviously the, the the cap, the crunch. Uh, that's a good reason. Uh, certainly. Uh, what's the player's performance like? What's his you know what's his standing within the team? Is he a popular teammate? Does he still produce at an elite level? Like the answers to all of those, to me, as far as I know, anyway, are yes. That he is a popular guy on the team, and I think removing him would be challenging. I think emotionally for the players, 
Um, and production-wise, again, like I alluded to a minute ago, I don't have, I don't have a breakthrough guy waiting to happen. You know, again, if Davis had taken a step, maybe a, a, a very big step. I think I could listen to that. Like, let's let's replace Diggs with a rookie. Let's you know try to maybe try to do what Minnesota did when they traded Diggs themselves. Let's get a pick and use it on a receiver, and maybe we'll strike gold and have that guy on a rookie contract while we got to pay Gabe Davis now because he looks like a monster. None of that's happened, so I I got to keep riding with Diggs right now. I think because I don't have a better idea. <laughs> That doesn't and I know sound, that sound, that, that does that sound, not sound like a position of, of, of power. Right. That sounds <laughs> kind of kind of like a not a spot you'd want to be in. The the really the the story of the Chiefs win is the timing and the good fortune. I mean, it, they were lucky in in at least in the way that any team is lucky to win, you know. Um injuries and close games and and, and stuff and including the calls. super bowl yeah right <laughs> yeah. including the super bowl yeah. but that doesn't mean they didn't deserve it i'm not saying that mm-hmm. it's just the the story of that season is this this article it's in this article about what they did out of necessity to keep going and mahomes is so good that they did it like they didn't even need to win a super bowl this year for them to be able to say, okay, you know, yeah, we had to do some things, and here's now we can go the other direction next year in free agency. Like, who was their most effective wide receiver this year, Kansas City, in a Juju. league where you have to throw it all the time, and they won a championship? Yes, Juju Smith-Schuster, who had a, a poultry yards per target. He had plenty of targets, but not, like, huge numbers or anything. Kelsey is, again, why that's sort of maybe a forced argument. Because he he exists, it's just the the it's over and they won. And what is being said all the time here in that game after that game is just what do you do about Patrick Mahomes? He's too good. You can trade Tyree Kill and whatever else, and he still won. He's too good. Well, how do we feel right now here? Like the Bills have problems at offensive line. They may need another wide receiver or two, more speed. They, their defense wobbled in the end, and you've got guys getting older, and maybe Poyer and Edmonds get away in free agency. You've got the how how how's it going to go? You got to lean into Allen. Like Allen is a bigger percentage of the Bills cap now than Mahomes in the Chiefs, like sixteen percent to seventeen percent. It's like about the same, mm-hmm. but it's way higher. And so, okay, you know, you could lean into it. And say, I've got, what did Kansas City end up finding out? I've got that guy, and that's enough for me to at least get close. And then in their case, they did win. And you know, you could do that here. And and they're not having won a Super Bowl fifty years ago, or in nineteen ninety, or any any time, or last year, yeah. or any any year, um, doesn't have to matter. But it does. It does. It doesn't have it, to. It probably shouldn't. It only. I'm, like, I'm listening to your. Yeah. It, it only comes down to a couple of people. Yeah. It comes down to Brandon Bean. It comes down to Terry Pagula. Maybe it comes down to Sean McDermott. Like that's it. Like oh, they're the ones who will have to make make the ultimate decision on on this whether or not you do anything differently. Like you have to keep pushing. You have to keep pushing next year too. If they lose this year, like you always have to keep pushing. 
because you haven't gotten that one. Like that's that's a tough way to live. That's a that's a tough mm-hmm. that you you're putting yourself at a disadvantage that doesn't need to exist. It, does, it doesn't help you if you you always you don't you don't get to make a decision on do do we back up because we've never won here yet and I'm not I'm not doing that you know like leave it leave it to the next guy or something. I don't know. It probably sounds like I'm saying a lot of things. No. Well, the, the, another factor that that really hasn't come up here to me on on why the timing I think wouldn't be right. And look, it, it, it every not everything, but like I think this point will be cloaked in. They haven't won yet, but they just added Von Miller a little less than a year ago to to like sort of complete this task, right? And we know what happened. He got hurt, and their pass rush disappeared, and they got just wiped out by numerous different factors, some of them physical, some of them mental, and didn't do it. But there's no way out from under Miller right now, and I think that has to – to me that almost has to mean you keep going with as much of this group as you can keep together, and I don't know, what am I going to do? Uh, divest myself of digs so I can keep Poirier and Edmonds. I mean that 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 would free up the money to do that. I think, but I don't know that either of those guys are more important to this team than Stefan Diggs, as important as they are. No, I I wouldn't say that they are. So you know, I, I, Miller's presence here sort of hovers over this whole off season. Like you you're, you're adding him back in at some point at a really big cap number. And backing up or trying to even just tread water, man, I, I just don't think you can do it right now. 803-0550, the Bills and the offseason. Ross Tucker today. We'll have our final conversation for now uh, with Ross. Hopefully we end up having many more. But that'll be at 4 o'clock. We'll talk to Paul Hamilton later on, setting up for another Sabres late-night outing at Anaheim. And that's 10 o'clock tonight. Monday was 10.30. This one's 10, so 9 o'clock pregame. Lines are open for the fans. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog, WGR. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.